welcome back to another episode of Two Sisters in Christ. If you're a new or returning listener, we welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is Ava, and I'm one of your two hosts. As always, I'm joined by my big sister, Lexi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We know and are even still learning the importance of apologizing. So we're looking forward to having an enlightening discussion today. Mm -hmm. But before that, we just wanted to share with you this ministry, this podcast has been so blessed that just in a matter of months, God has allowed this podcast to go all across the world. Mm. And Lexi and I, like, truly, we thank God that we're even able to connect with you all like that because what and in what other way could we go to all these places, truly? So we just wanted to shout out a couple locations where our audience is listening from because we love you guys. I wish we had like that drum roll sound effect while we I know. <laughs> where are we at this week? So we are wanting to shout out Victoria, Australia, Woo. Sunnyvale, Texas, Sunnyvale, and Phoenix, Arizona. God bless you guys for supporting us, and we pray that you've been pointed to Jesus and that you'll share this podcast with people. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned because this is something we want to integrate into the podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Let We want to recognize where you're listening from and let our other listeners know y'all, you got brothers and sisters all across the globe. All right, Lexi, let's get into some Bible trivia. As yes. usual, we got a few questions each. Play along with us, see what you know, and if you don't know, be honest, it's okay. It's not a bad thing to say, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so I'll start us off, Lexi. Question, multiple choice, how is holiness defined? Sanctified, set apart, consecrated, or all the above? All of the above. That was an easy one. (laughs) Okay, Ava, just answer the question. What book of the Bible has more than twice the number of chapters as any other book? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. In the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> do, do, do. do you guys know? I know. It's Psalms. Yes. <laughs> Psalm has 150 chapters. Okay, I was about to say, does it go into the 150s? Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's on being raised in church. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lexi, this is a true or false statement. Rachel and Jacob had a son named Joseph. True or false? True. Yeah, that is true. And when you put it like that, it's like, whoa, genealogy. I know. Yeah, wow. Okay, (laughs) Okay, this is also a true or false, Ava. In symbolic terms, a believer's faith needs to be the size of a mountain. A mountain? (laughs) No, no, the opposite. That's false. Amen. It says, Jesus said that we need faith only the size of a mustard Mustard seed. seed. Mustard seed, the smallest seed, y'all. So tiny. Have a little bit of faith. Mm. And We have an episode on faith, don't we? Yes. What is faith? Mm -hmm. Check it out. Go back and listen if you're needing some help. Mm -hmm. Last one, Lexi, true or false statement. After all, oh, I love this. After all of Job's trials, mm, that dude Job, mm. God restored his property even twice as much as he had before. True or false? That is true. Bruh. That whole book. 
Man. Stay faithful through the trials, through the challenges. It could be God testing you. Mm-hmm. And we will reap a reward. Hebrews says you, we have to believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. We have rewards on earth and in heaven. So yes. stay encouraged. Okay, Ava, last question for you. Do, 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 do. Multiple choice. In the book of James, what part of the body is compared to a small rudder steering a large ship. Uh, mm, mm, you don't even have to read the, 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 the things. Oh, I was I just waiting know. for an answer. I did not read the options. Is it the no, eyes? I'm saying you don't even have to read them. Okay. It's the tongue. It is the tongue. Who can it is not the heart. the tongue. It is the tongue. That's why we need Jesus, Ooh. y'all. Self-control. That tongue be getting you in trouble. Sometimes, God have mercy. Man. Thank God for his forgiveness. Whose tongue hasn't gotten him in trouble? Well. (laughs) Okay. Lexi, if you could pray for us and then we could get into our apologizing discussion. Yes. Father, thank you for an opportunity to talk about something that we know is vital to remaining connected to each other as believers Mm -hmm. and as a way to express the qualities of Christ because your son Jesus showed humility in everything he did and if we are to live by his example Lord help us to expose the areas in our lives where we need to apologize more and we need to be more humble I thank you that for whoever is listening you open their spiritual ears and eyes to receive what you want from this discussion God Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being active in the life of every believer and for giving us the power and the strength and the humility to apologize when we have wronged someone. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Yes, Holy Spirit, have your way in this discussion. Okay, so let's start with the Bible verse. Then we can dissect, discuss, share some personal apology, apologizing experiences and situations we've been in throughout our lives. Mm. And then we, we have ourselves an apologizing episode, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start off with this Bible verse. You selected a great one, Lexi. Thank you. Yes, I will be coming from Luke chapter 17, verses 3 and 4. And this is all Jesus' words. Jesus. I'll be reading from the Amplified Bible. And in this scripture, he's specifically talking to his disciples. It reads, Pay attention and always be on guard, looking out for one another. If your brother sins and disregards God's precepts, warn him. And if he repents and changes, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day. That's a lot, y'all. And if he returns to you seven times, and if he says, I repent, you must forgive him. Wow. That is giving up resentment and consider the offense recalled and annulled. And you know... it's a lot of big words. Right. And you know... (laughs) What I when I usually read this scripture, it's usually about okay, how do I forgive? How do I accept someone's like apology? But I really ask the Holy Spirit to help me see it from a different lens, mm-hmm. 
from the lens of apologizing, being the one saying, I repent. And what he showed me is that apologizing includes accountability, ownership, and admitting you were wrong. Just those two words, I repent, encompasses everything we need. Yeah. Because even when looking up scriptures on apologizing, there's nothing explicit Mm -hmm. that the Bible gives on the words to use. But what Jesus does, it makes it very plain, is that he calls us to verbalize a wrong that we did to the person we made the offense to. That verbalizing part, the verbalizing (laughs) part. Because how often do we realize we're wrong? Or does what do the we want Holy to... Spirit reveal mm. to us, mm-hmm. convict us? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh man, that stinks. Okay, I missed it. Sorry, God. It, exactly. He said, Mm-mm. go to that person. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, Lord, this is between well, me and good. you. Well, we could. Yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs> this is between me and you. No. But like you said, verbalizing that to the other person. Right. And I don't know about you, but when I have gone to someone and said to them, I repent, it's such a deeper level than just apologizing. Mm-hmm. And if you really mean it. Right. And I know in the situations that I've been where I've said that, I've really meant it. Right. And the Bible says that which is from the heart reaches the heart. That reaches the heart. Mm-hmm. Telling someone that you repent, that's saying, I'm turning. I'm turning. I don't want to act like this anymore. Yes. That's a step even further than apologizing. And it's not in even... Because that, just reading that verse encourages me just to include that in my apologies more. Because right. it's not that we're repenting to that person. We don't repent to our fellow man. Uh-huh. It's our repentance to the Lord. Because repentance is simply just turning away from our old ways of living. And even vocalizing that we will be doing that to the person we offended. How can that not bring reconciliation? Right. Yes. And because you say that to them... You're absolved right. of guilt. In that moment, you follow through with the instructions. Like you said, these are the words of Jesus, the mm-hmm. red letters, y'all. He said, you must forgive him. Yes. So if the person does not forgive you after you've apologized, wipe your hands clean. Mm-hmm. You've done your part. It, yes. The hard part. Man. Forgiving's hard also, but that's on the other person. Right. You, th- right. This episode's about apologizing. <laughs> But it really is. One thing at a time. (laughs) Because Ava and I were discussing like what apologizing looks like in each of our lives Mm -hmm. and how we've experienced that. And what we what what it came down to is just a matter of pride. (sighs) And you all man. Pride be whooping our butts sometimes. Why aren't you apologizing? Pride. Point blank period. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were even talking earlier, Lexi, like, if you came to me and said, hey, Ava, that tone, that, that, I feel like that was, that was just rude, girl. What was up with that? Mm-hmm. And then I cross my arm and say, Lexi, I didn't have a tone. You're taking it the wrong way, da, 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 If I were just to say, oh, Lexi, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I came across like that. Mm-hmm. I think also inside of our apologies the wording is so important that's where we have to choose to be intentional Mm -hmm. but that only comes with the realization of taking full accountability right if you're taking full accountability you've been convicted by the holy spirit 
ask the Holy Spirit for the words to say to convey your true sentiment toward yes. the situation. Right. Because God knows and he wants to be invited into all of our ways. He wants mm-hmm. to be acknowledged in all of our ways. So just being intentional with the wording we use is vital. And that's not something that we can figure out on our own strength. Mm. We need the Holy Spirit to give us those words to say, or else we will continue to speak from a perspective where we think we're right, where we think is right. Yeah. And that is, that in itself is a matter of pride. Right. And we want to hold on to that sense of being right. Even if you come to me with something I wholeheartedly disagree with, but you would like an apology, what does it hurt me to apologize and completely defuse a situation? Mm -hmm. Truth bomb, apologizing, apologies are diffusing. Yes. Apologies are diffusing. And I thank God for where I'm at in my walk with him. And I haven't always been here, but I'm at the point now tell me your offense. I want to apologize. If, if, if you feel I have wronged you, mm. I want to know because I want to honor God in all of my ways. Yes. So if I wronged someone in a, in a way I wasn't aware of, I want to take accountability for that. I don't want that against my record. Right. I don't want someone else to be turned off to Jesus because yeah. of a way I hurt them that I wasn't aware of or a way they think they perceived mm. I hurt them. And it, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what I feel about the situation. Yes. I'm called to glorify God, to point people to Jesus. What did, did Jesus ever defend himself? Nope. When he was being <laughs> led to the cross? Mm-hmm. He didn't defend himself when he very well could have. When he was meeting with the top Roman leaders of the time in his area even with the top Jewish leaders in his area. He didn't defend himself. We really have to get over this sense of self-righteousness and pride that's keeping us an offense. Yes. That's keeping us from apologizing. Because Jesus was the perfect embodiment of humility. Yeah. And that's exactly how we are to live, even when we truly are in the wrong. Yeah. And that's going to happen, just being... a a human on this earth, we are not immune to imperfections Mm -hmm. and mistakes and sinning. We know this is a part of the human experience, but that's not to say that in those moments where we're wrong and we need to take accountability for our actions, God can give us the strength we need to not allow pride to rise up in those moments because it's in those moments where our faith is tested am i going to trust god enough that even if i apologize he will see me through in this and he'll give me the peace of mind and the right attitude yes to go before that person and make and try to make things right reconcile So from my experience with apologizing, I find it helpful to break it down in three parts. And this is just me, Ava. (laughs) (laughs) So the first part I see as take, like I have to assess the situation and take accountability. And I have to be willing to see the other person's point of view, their Mm -hmm. perspective. I really have to be willing to listen to what they're saying. So taking accountability. 
The next part is the actual apologizing. And brothers and sisters, I'd really encourage you, take if out of your apologies. Take but out of your apologies. Don't be justifying why you did what you did. Mm. The apology time's not the time to explain why you did it. The apology time is a time to take full accountability and listen to the person you've wronged. Mm. So the first step, take full accountability. The second step, apologize. And for me, what I found that takes it a step even further, the third step, ask the person, what can I do going forward? Is there anything I can do now to help this situation? And do you know how seen that makes the other person feel? How recognized, how your heart posture of being, like you said, being humble, showing Mm -hmm. humility, how that translates just in that question. Right. Is there anything I can do right now to help this situation? Is what can I do going forward? So next time if this comes up again, I want to make the right decision. And even when we make the wrong decisions, like when we find ourselves in situations where we have to apologize, those are growth opportunities if yes. you see it like that. Right. Because we can choose to let that pride fester within us and not ever acknowledge within ourselves, oh, shoot, that was me. Ooh. Whoa, I did do that. But it's fine. It's whatever. I don't think, you know, and just yeah. moving on, like it really, you do have to slow down if you, if, if you want to grow. Because not everyone wants to grow and that's just a reality of life. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to live the life and the and, and the purpose-driven path that God has for you, Man. we have to slow down and take a self-examination in situations where a person came to us with an offense. Yeah. And if that person wants the best for you and loves you, they wouldn't say that to try to drag you down. It's if Especially if it's a brother or sister yes. in Christ. Yes, Because we're all, and if you're not. Right. Those of us who are a part of the body of Christ, sold out believers in Jesus Christ, the son of God, we are held to a different standard than those who are in the world. Yes. This, this, what we're, Lexi and I are saying right now, (laughs) sorry to say, but you're not going to be receiving this from worldly people. Right. This is for believers. And this is so you can apply this to mm-hmm. the relationships you have with people in the world because mm-hmm. that's how you witness through your actions the yes. life you lead but all, i'm just saying brothers and sisters you're going to be setting yourself up for disappointment if you're expecting this kind of treatment from people who are not a part of the body of christ right and who are in the world because it really does and that's what i think is so fascinating about the dynamics with apologizing like how how god created that because it really does take, we have to take ourselves out of it. Bruh. And that <laughs> is impossible to do on our own. Like I said yes. earlier, we need the Holy Spirit to partner with us. Absolutely. Because in, in, in my experience with apologizing, I found that I, when I didn't want to, or when I, when I, or when I felt like I don't need to apologize. Feelings. It was because a matter of, of pride and thinking, I didn't think I was wrong. So I didn't do anything wrong. And that, and even saying I, I, I is Woo. not taking yourself out of it. And I only say that because I'm at a point now to where I'm able to recognize that within myself and not have shame or guilt around that anymore because I used to. And because 
I know some of you right now are listening and you may be in that situation. Right. But the Bible says that greater is the spirit in you than the spirit of this world, which is the devil, Satan, the enemy. And the Holy Spirit's in you. Yes. In every born again believer. And you don't have to give in to that temptation of pride when you know you were wrong. And if you know that's something you struggle with, because every single time pride will keep you from apologizing. Yes. You need to humble yourself before the Lord Jesus Christ Mm. and ask him for help. I've done it. I know Lexi's done it Mm. because our relationship has seen the benefit of us each individually seeking to follow Jesus. Yes. Tell him earnestly, Jesus, I need help. This pride is separating me from what you're calling me to do. Jesus, please have your Holy Spirit transform me from the inside because it's nothing on, nothing on the outside is going to change until the Holy Spirit changes you from the inside. Amen. And that's a daily walk, making intentional daily decisions because every day, we have opportunities. Yes. Every day you have an opportunity to apologize. Someone. No, I'm kidding. But in well, reality, yeah. Every day we're going to have opportunities to walk this out. Opportunities to grow. But it starts with recognizing you have a problem. Right. Because Jesus wouldn't put, he wouldn't have said these words if he didn't know we would be facing this as yeah. believers in this world. And Good he point. said this over 2,000 years ago. Bro. And these are still precepts that we apply in our walk daily like you said ava these weren't just for the disciples when they were living this is for now and if god says it as believers we need to do that yeah because that's the only way especially if this is a uh, you have to apologize to a non-believer this is how we like you said we witness and this is how we shine our light mm-hmm. so that they can see the difference, the God inside of us. Yeah. I've never received an apology like this before. I want what they have. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Yes. You don't know, like we said, apologizing is so diffusing, mm-hmm. but you don't know what your apology does for the other person. Right. Because I think, I mean, apo- with apologizing comes with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But when you apologize, like I said earlier, you absolve yourself of that guilt. Yes. And you help. To free the other person too. And we need to grow past the point of needing an apology to Mm. forgive. Mm -hmm. But I mean, sometimes that's that's just how it is. Yeah. No, we're all in this human experience. And sometimes an apology just feels good. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) And so with that, I think, you know, just sharing our own experiences with apologizing because on my end, it has always been a matter of pride like not wanting to admit to myself and because of that not wanting to verbalize to that person that I offended them I I did an offense against that person because I don't want to see myself in that kind of light you know that's not easy to accept but once I came to the realization that God has more than enough grace and forgiveness on the other side Thank you, of, the, of that, that outweighs any kind of like icky internal feeling I have towards apologizing because I want to hold on to what I think is right. But I love how you said that, Lexi, but it's because you hold on 
to the truth of Jesus Christ more mm-hmm. than you hold on to those feelings of guilt and condemnation. Not even condemnation, but guilt. Right. And shame. Well, it could be condemnation too. Well, the Holy Well, yeah, condemnation. But you'd rather hold on to the truth of, no, God says I'm forgiven. Yes. God doesn't shame me. There is no shame for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Holding on to that truth more than, oh, I feel so bad for what I did. Brothers and sisters, if you've apologized, you've repented to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we just need to get past the point of beating ourselves up because that's what it is. Gosh. Stop whooping yourself in your mind and Mm -hmm. calm down. Forgive yourself. If God's not doing that to you. Yes. Why would you do that to you? That's your flesh. That's a lie. That's a a voice from the enemy trying to get you off track. Because if you're focused on condemning yourself, not Mm. showing yourself grace, even though you have apologized, how are you going to be able to move forward? Right. Wipe your hands clean. If you've done your part, move on. Yes. And if you find yourself in a position where you can't, talk to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, I'm feeling all the feels right now. And I know I don't want to be. You are the comforter. I invite you in to comfort me, Holy Spirit. We have to start getting real. Well, look at the state of the world. The time for playing around is over. The time to grow your relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is right now. We're living in a time of acceleration. If you listen to these words and you apply them, brothers and sisters, you will see accelerated change and accelerated growth in the, through the power of Jesus Christ. Yes. And and thank God for that because yeah. we all need to grow up in this area. What the heck does apologizing hurt us? Right. It only hurts your pride. Your your pride is sinful. It shoot. <laughs> so it, it should hurt. Okay, <laughs> die to your pride. Greater a, is he. And that's not to say, like, even after we apologize, you know, the Holy Spirit does convict us. And Absolutely. it's not, you know, I don't want to say we should, but it's it's okay to feel bad about wronging someone. We should feel wrong when we wrong someone else. Is that a, a, a psychopath who doesn't or a sociopath? A sociopath. Who doesn't feel mm-hmm. guilty remorse, for Remorse, right. Remorse, mm-hmm. right. We ain't sociopaths, y'all. You got right. the... The, the Holy so it's, Spirit it's a, living inside of you. Right. So it's okay to feel bad and be like, man, like I really did. But giving that, like you said, Ava, letting God and the Holy Spirit work on you in that way to where you don't hold on to that guilt and that shame. We can let it go. Mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't hold anything against us. The Bible literally says as far as the East is from the West, like that's how far our, you know, Father, thank you. God forgets Jesus. our sins. So for, forgive yourself after you apologize to that person. And don't keep on, bringing it up to yourself. Because if you, since we're being real and truthful, you're going to sin again. Bruh. It's going to happen again. But how will I react next time? That's exactly. where acting out that repentance comes into play. Yeah, girl, that's high five worthy. That was good. All right, big Lexi. Hey, praise God. Bombs on the brothers and sisters all across the world. Mm. <laughs> so, I love the discussion we've been having so far. I would like to transition more into personal experiences. Yes, yes. Should we rock paper scissors? Who goes first? I I can go first. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to go. I first. know. I could see. I could literally <laughs> tell on your face. 
So okay. mine is a very recent <laughs> experience Ooh, do tell, do tell. with apologizing. I was on a date with my boyfriend and we had plans to go bowling. You know, bowling's fun. Love. I'm left-handed, so, you know, I always got like a little special way I play. Oh, I know. Ava showed me a couple moves, you know, try I'm to get Trying me. to help her dra- <laughs> drag the toe, Lexi, drag the toe. <laughs> and so, like, we get there, ended up like they didn't have, it wasn't open for us to play that night. And so... I commu- I'm a little bummed, you know, I'm like, oh man, I wish, you know, we could have done this. And that's what I was experiencing inside, like a little disappointed, but I wasn't mad. I wasn't angry. I'm like, you know what? It's still early in the evening. We have the rest of the night to enjoy. But that was not what I was verbalizing or showing on my face. Wow. And it came across as me being frustrated over mm. this situation when that was completely not what I was experiencing. And so he kept saying, he said to me, like, it seems like you're upset or angry. Like what? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not like, I'm not doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Just getting defensive and trying to defend. Like, no, yeah, I'm not so mad. I'm, I'm hearing the eye, eye, eye. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Seriously. And this was real. And so I really had to, I had a moment with the Holy Spirit as we were talking this through with each other, my boyfriend and I, and realizing, oh, dang. I'm holding on to pride right now. Like I need to apologize because I I know that is what is needed to be heard. And I know I need to take ownership of that. Yeah. And I literally sensed pride within me rising up. Well, it did rise up for a little Mm. bit because I wasn't taking accountability for how I spoke. I didn't speak in love. I was speaking with more of a harsh tone and I had to be real with myself and I didn't want you know, we saw the rest of the night to enjoy. I wasn't going to allow this to damper our evening. And as we were talking, and God bless my boyfriend for the patience he has and for revealing that to me. Because when he said that, I was like, dang, no, it's not me, is oh, it? No, oh, no. But I didn't. But, but it was. But it was. <laughs> and, I, and I needed that, that loving way to call me out because it was in that moment where I realized, oh, dang, I need to apologize but I don't want to. (laughs) And so as soon as I did that, you know, we talked things through and we were, it was fine. And it's so kind, the grace of God. Like we ended up having like one of the best nights we've had in a while together. But, but I realized it was because like you said, Ava, apologizing diffuses any kind of strife, Mm. any kind of division. And even though this was may have been on like a lesser scale with an event that happened I still had an opportunity to still God was still giving me the opportunity to reconcile with my boyfriend and actually admit like dang like I I'm sorry for speaking in a rude tone that was not how I intended and I I'll do a better job next time in effectively communicating like what I'm experiencing on the inside like I want to do that accurately Right. Like, I want to show the love of God. I don't want to speak in a way that's not loving or kind. And, and like, that small instance of apologizing, I was like, wow, I really did allow, allow pride to come in. And I repented, guys. I really did. Yeah. And God really transformed that evening to where it was like it almost didn't happen. That quickly, yeah. Like yes. you said, you had the best night you guys have had in a minute. Come on. But it's because you applied biblical principles. Yes, you recognized what was going on within yourself. You recognized the spirit of pride that was trying to 
attach itself to right. you in that moment. Right. A little loving, y'all. Dude. The, the enemy just wants a foothold. Because the enemy was telling me in my head, oh, your night's ruined. Now the rest of the night didn't go as planned. Now you're not going to do what you wanted to do. Like, no. No. I'm not going to allow those thoughts to take the forefront. I need to take accountability for what I did, even though it goes against what my flesh wants me to do right now. Mm. Because greater is the Holy Spirit in me than the flesh that wants to work against me. Yeah, than the I, I, I's. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, earlier when we were talking about I, 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 I was thinking, oh, dang, I said that so much in my mm. discussion with my boyfriend. I was like, wow. So, y'all, I'm still, the Lord is still working on me in this area. And that, I think, is a point of emphasis, you know. If someone brings something up to you and you find yourself, I I didn't do, I didn't mean to come, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Right. Hear, hear it in your head, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Come on now. You you sound ridiculous. Well, if you're like going, a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to those lengths... To not only sound so repetitive, right. but to just defend yourself, you're right. wrong. Yes. And that's okay because <laughs> Jesus is amazing. We may be wrong in a moment, but that doesn't mean we are wrong. Exactly. In our standing with him. Mm. We are righteous. Yes. We are called. We have been redeemed. Yes. Those of us who have put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ in yes. what the Bible says. So even though we can be so 100% wrong in a moment, that is not who we are. Right. Your identity isn't in that. Yes. And it, it was in that moment where I had the choice to apply godly principles in order to help contribute to the reconciliation that needed to happen. Like applying God's word, brothers and sisters will transform your relationships every time your thought processes your life everything but it's a matter of letting go of pride because that is exactly what i experienced yeah and thank you for sharing that lexi i mean how relatable is that that our face our body language is saying something (laughs) one we're not not. (laughs) something we're not even aware of and something that we don't really mean right so if that if you find yourself in that position and someone approaches you diffuse it how do we diffuse it apologizing (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so so ava what's your story girl okay so i don't know how old i was but my story goes give us a ballpark yeah okay okay my story goes back maybe i was six or seven or eight so 15 years about no how the the math ain't math and y'all i'm so sorry i don't know put me on the spot (laughs) put yourself on the spot (laughs) help me lord no but i was maybe six seven no i had to be seven or eight and i was i was cutting up I was cutting up at Emmanuel Church, you know, up in the youth choir. I'm talking way back, y'all. Like, we had the robes and everything. Mm. Thank God. I got the OG child growing up in church experience. Wouldn't have had it any other way. Back to the story. Sorry, details. I was cutting up in youth choir. And the directors at the time was an older, like an older married couple. And I don't know, maybe I was dissing them. I wasn't listening. No, I can't lie. I was, I was, I don't know how do I, the word to say. Here's how I say it. I was mm. a hurting child who didn't know I was hurting. So I was acting out in a whole lot of ways. Mm. 
and how many people can relate to that. Well, so I was acting up in youth choir one day and you know my mom found out about it and she was so mad at me and she was like you're not about to disrespect the the mm. this couple that who one love you yeah. two are going to be in your life for a long time mm. so she looked at me she was like you're gonna learn a hard lesson today I was like what <laughs> and she was like after church you're we're going to go apologize to them mm. and I'm seven or eight um my friend's instinct was like, no, I'm not <laughs> apologizing for my behavior. Girl, let's leave that in two hours ago, okay? I've moved on already. No, I, I was mortified. Wow. Like, as soon as my mom said, <laughs> as soon as our mom said I yeah, had to yeah. apologize, it was like, I could feel the weight of what I'd done. And wow. looking back now, that's what I see it as. Wow. I felt kind of like you described earlier, just that feeling of like, that icky yes. almost like deg- not degrading but it's not a peaceful feeling no i don't even want to so, put it to a feeling yeah it's just so uncomfortable because it's spiritual, spiritual. it goes That's deeper than a feeling but i was feeling the weight of what i had done whether mm. i disrespected them whether i was talking being rude you fill in the blank it all probably could have happened i and this is my life <laughs> so my mom asked a couple to meet us up in the fellowship hall after church and you know we're walking up there. My palms are sweating, girl. My whole body's shaking. I'm, I, I, oh, wow. I feel my insides are jumbling. I'm walking up there with my mom, and they're sitting there just so sweet. Mm. And my mom was like, Ava has something she'd like to say to you. Don't you just, like, when your parents did you like that, like, <laughs> oh, so you just put, put me out like that. Exactly. But bless my mother, Lord, because that was the exact correct way to handle the situation. Mm. So I had to be like, you know, hey... Hey, Deacon and sister, like, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I was bad earlier. Mm. I, I'm sorry. I'll do better. And as a kid, you know, you think the adult's going to hate you. Right. At least that's what I thought. I yeah. thought they were, like, going to hate me. Things were going to be weird. Aww. Yes, 100%. And I apologized. They fully accepted it. Mm. And they never treated me any different because of it. I'm telling you, I'm 25 years old now, and I still hug these people whenever yeah. I see them at church. And I thank God, because now I can look back and see, that was the moment I learned how to apologize. Wow. I knew when I have this feeling, I'm wrong, and I need to do something about it, because I can't just sit with this feeling. Mm. And now that I've matured literally in age and in my relationship with God, I know even deeper how to apologize mm. how to apply that going forward and look look at me now uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm helping other people how to apologize right but brothers and sisters look back over your own life ask the holy spirit to reveal it to you when have i when did i start learning these principles when did i miss an opportunity where i could have learned this lord because he will show yes. you yes you guys the holy spirit he wants to counsel you. Mm. Jesus is our healer. He wants to heal you of stuff you don't even remember happened to you. He wants to heal you of things you completely forgot about. Yes. But just because you forgot or you don't remember whatever, right. that doesn't mean it doesn't have an effect on you today. Mm. And God is calling the body of Christ now into a different place where we have to shed off even more of our past lives, even more of our old selves. 
to live is Christ to die is gain. Die to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be too prideful to apologize. And I appreciate you saying, Ava, how, you know, from when you were a child to where you are now, like it's still a process of learning and maturing in these areas. We'll, We'll never ever be at that point to where, all right, I grew as much as I could in this area. I'm good to go. I'm done apologizing. As long as we are on this side of eternity, we will always need areas of growth and maturity, especially in apologizing because a a lack of apologizing only creates more division. And that's exactly what the enemy wants, especially in the body of Christ. That is so deep. A lack of apologizing creates further division. So brothers and sisters, when you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit and you choose to deny it, know that you are accepting division. Mm. And it's it, it's harsh. No, it's not harsh. It's truthful to put it that way. Yeah. You're denying unity and you're accepting division when you choose not to apologize and pride is stopping you from that. Right. Jesus God is calling you to a higher standard of Christian living. Mm. And we want to answer that call. I want to answer that call. Lexi wants to answer that call. Yes. At Two Sisters in Christ, we want all of our listeners, this whole audience worldwide to answer that call Mm. so that we can stand before Jesus on, on that fateful day. And we can tell him, Lord, when I came into the realization, I did better. Mm. I tried Jesus because he's our judge. I'm not standing with you on judgment day. I got to stand for my own self. Mm -hmm. But if you're choosing to deny apologizing, if apologizing is not a part of your Christian walk, you're in the wrong and you need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you where you've gone wrong. Right. Because it's it's not too late to come into that realization. It's only too late when you're dead. Mm. And that is just a, a truth of life. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you missed the mark and you didn't apologize. It doesn't matter how many times you chose to ignore, to apologize. God is giving you an opportunity right now yes. to reconcile with him in this area and to allow the Holy Spirit to work on your behalf in this. Because mm-hmm. you can't do this on your own. That part. That's the whole point. None of us can do this on our own. And you know, our our desire as two sisters in Christ is to help you make Jesus first in your life and not just a part of it. And one way you can do that, brothers and sisters, is through apologizing. Mm. It's our prayer that you were blessed through this episode and that you apply what you've heard. We know you'll be blessed by it. Be sure to catch up on all of our episodes. New topics are discussed each week. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.